All right, welcome to the Wealth Cartel Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3, with my good friend and client, Big Brookie from Fabio. I love Fabio. Fabio by Brookie. <laughs> one, of oh, one of my favorite brands. We took a while to come up with it, but that's one of, one of our better ones. Um, welcome. Welcome to your first podcast. That's exciting. Thanks, Nate. I'm really excited. Yeah. I always wanted to do a podcast. Well, this is the gateway to open them all. Everyone is watching, you got a podcast, get book on there. <laughs> so what I want you to do for me today, Brooke, is I want you to, we're going to be, we hit this podcast is a bit raw. We like to have to keep it a bit raw. Um, you might've seen my episode with Gemma and I, did you see that yet? Yeah. That's kind of what we're doing. We're trying to open, you know, open the Three Kings uh, clientele up to the the public and and show that insights you know the real life version of success and and what we're going and I think today's a good one. Um, reason being, for everyone watching is that Brooke is at the very start of the business journey, um, and she's sort of hustling along the way. She's still working while she's launching the business, and she's a mum, and her, her husband Cameron, he is. Uh, he runs his own business as well. So there's a lot of a lot of shit going on in this in this life of yours. Um, so what we might do is I might just say you open the floor to, to give a bit of an intro into you from, I guess, you can go as far back as you want. You can, like, today's all about things that you think of important lessons you think have shaped you and that kind of stuff. So go back as far as you think context is needed and, and get us to where today is relatively briefly, but enough, to, enough of the good stuff from you. Cool. So I'll go back um, to before I was a mum. So I love to travel. Like I used to love to spend money. I was rubbish with my finances. Used to, like, absolutely used to love to spend money. I still love to spend money. But I know Ryan's watching me, so I'm like, don't spend that money. Like Ryan's <laughs> um, so I suppose like we bought our first house in 2017 and little did we know that our bathroom was leaking. Anyway, we ended up borrowing money off um a family member who we loved deeply still love deeply um and long story short we had Lachlan about a year and a half later and I knew that this family member was like they can't afford to have this baby blah 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 blah, blah. anyway she was probably a little bit right but we fumbled our way through and I ended up probably on maternity leave with more debt than I could handle. So we really struggled um, that first year that Lachlan was born. And I remember I'd make excuses about why I couldn't go meet friends. Like I'd I'd take my own lunch or people would be like, want to go for a coffee? And I literally wouldn't have the money to go. So I'd be like, oh no, like let's go for a walk around the lake or let's do something fitnessy. So, cause that suited, that fitted in with my story. Um, and they didn't question the fact that I actually couldn't afford to go and buy that coffee. So fast forward, we ended up refining. So, so take it back a sec. What were you doing at that stage before maternity leave? What was? Um, I was working full time. So I have ha I have had a full time government job in the fitness industry for since two thousand and nine. So I worked full time in a great government job, good money. Um, you know, never been a problem. And, but I just loved to spend it. So I was spending more than I was making. So yeah, when we ended up getting into a bit of a hole and this family member asked for their money back and we actually couldn't pay it back. Um, I'll try not to cry guys, cause I hate this. Like this, this kills me that we had to do this, but Cameron ended up having to sell 
um, his motorbike to pay part of it back whilst I was on maternity leave. And so we could basically survive. We ended up having to refinance our house once I went back to work to um, give like more money because we were just in, we had credit card debt, we had all sorts of things. And, you know, we, we got ourselves out of that debt, but we ended up with a higher mortgage than we would have liked. And when I say and higher, was, Cam mortgage, was Cameron self-employed at this stage? Uh, into the yes, yes. So he took a pay cut to not and not much of a pay cut, but he took a pay cut to take to become a part of this business. Um, so I think that was really hard on us too because we'd gone down a few hundred dollars a fortnight already. Um, so yeah, I ended up, I went back to work and when I had Lachlan, I was like, I don't want to go back to work full time. Like my kids are really important to me. My time with my kids is the most important thing to me. And I'm so grateful. Like I went, I got to go back to work part time. And even though we still were just scraping by, like we, we managed to pay off the debt that we had. Um, and we were just scraping by, we were never getting ahead. And, and I saw that my gorgeous friend, Lauren was actually working with Ryan. And I was like, I have to change something. Like I need someone to tell me what to do with my money because I'm just so, I, I can't do it myself. So we ended up getting in touch with Ryan. What was it like last, not last year? Was it a little bit before 2020 and a 20, 2020, I think. I think so. Go back. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like the end of 2020. Anyway, so we've yeah. been with Ryan it was over now. 12 months ago. Yeah. We've um, been with Ryan now that long and we've had our second kid. And like, the, I think the thing for me is I was crushed last year with a few things. Like I just had my daughter. Um, I ended up losing my nan a month later. I ended up losing my job the week after I lost my nan. I loved my job. I never saw myself going out on my own. I loved what I did, um, even though it wasn't creating the financial freedom that um that we really desired i i loved my clients i loved what i did i didn't you know i had that little time flexibility with my kids too so i worked part-time you were fulfilled brooke weren't you like that was a thing you were fulfilled it wasn't about yeah money. yeah no so like i just didn't want to do anything else and so losing that job was a huge blow and i remember just freaking out like i just it really set me off and i ended up speaking to ryan I think the week that I lost my job and he was like, mate, this is a good thing. Calm down. You're fine. Your money's fine. Take a chill pill, bloody relax. And I was like, okay. So we made a plan and that's pretty much what we've been doing. And, and that's how Babio was kind of created is like, what do you want to do? Like now that you're not tied down to the job that you loved, what do you do? What do you want to do that you love? And the brand was created. And although yes, we are yet to officially launch, we're running free sessions at the moment um, and we're launching in a couple of months, which is super exciting. Um, I'm just excited for that next step and I have so much love and passion and drive for where we're going. We now have investments, which I absolutely did not ever think I would have an investment portfolio. Like what the hell? I don't, yeah. Anyway, and we're, and we're doing okay. We're actually getting ahead. Like I, it feels good to not be behind, even though sometimes I can freak out about money still. <laughs> but I think it's important to notice that like, like I was super proud of you around that stage because I was worried when you, given we were just so early on in the piece of working our stuff out and I knew how much the job meant to you. And we were, honestly, we were really, we were dependent on your income to, to get to where we wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And 
when I got that message, I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, how's she going to take it? And I was really impressed. And I think you should be proud of that. Um, whatever whatever mindset shifts you've made between when we started, I guess none of before that. I think the, the onus needs to be put on you there. You, made, you must have made a mindset shift between doing what you're doing and when you made that shift to say, we need help, right? Whatever that was, because I think old Brooke probably would have collapsed into a ball and cried like and you you but you didn't you went right this is scary message me a lot of people hide that shit from me they get embarrassed or nervous and they they're, they're so you know the, the flight or fight or flight that happens and they don't know what to do and they freeze up and they go and i'm like, and like three months later i'm like what's going on like oh I'm just trying to find a job i'm like what do you mean like why well, like what's going on you straight away went like before you probably would have let that f- emotional fear overwhelm you and, and collapse you for a while but you straight away just went bang all right straight to ryan here's what we're going to do and you were freaking out of course and that's that's fair but you got over it really really quickly you know you you stood back looked at it and went all right well that here's what you took the the facts of the emotion down put the facts in and you got really excited after that really a lot more excited than cameron did cameron was scared for longer that was for sure um but you and and so should like i said it's a business and i don't I don't know if you ever were really, I know we didn't really ever have solid conversations about you starting a business. Like you were yeah. very happy just working mm-hmm. and it's sparked a whole new light in you since then, hasn't it? Like, yeah, um, we're not even launched and I know I'm on your case all the time about launching, but even just the, the value of your time that you've changed, you know, with your, you know, still working because so everyone knows Brooke's still doing jobs. She's still working. She's still got contracts and, and getting casual shifts and doing that stuff to make sure that realistically I gave Brooke a budget and said, here's how long you can not work for and launch the business. And she would have been fine, but you sort of went, no, no, no. Like we'll, we'll keep working. We'll keep as much of that in the bank account as possible, which has allowed you to invest in that kind of stuff. Um, but that, that, I think that's a really big, important piece is the, what do you think it was? What do you think it is? Or what are the big lessons in that? The mind shift was that you went from being the person that probably back in the day would have just got a credit card or done something to band-aid it up to actually making that shift. And then when things got technically on paper worse, you were able to handle it and, and move forward with a smile on your face. I don't know. Like I've done a lot of personal development all through, like even into my 20s. I had a lot of, like I had some mental health struggles in my mid-20s. And from just doing work on myself, like I can really quickly switch my mindset to go, okay, like this is bad, but like, let's, let's have a look at how we can make this something amazing. Um, And it's come with a lot of practice and a lot of learning. And I think. You mean practice, like you've got to go through a lot of shit? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, probably not really. Cause I suppose like that I haven't really been through it's shit to me, but to other people, you know, they'd look at it and go, really, like, is that all you've been, like, whatever. <laughs> I think at the time last year with my nan passing, we had, you know, I had these two little people who I'm always, like, I'm trying to, I try and be positive and happy and loving and just, you know, my kids get the best of me. And I knew that I had to wake up every day and I had my nan passing and then the loss of this job. And they honestly kept me so grounded in that time because they needed me to wake up happy and they needed me to to have a spark i couldn't lay like i couldn't lay in bed and have a pity party about it because that was doing them no good and i don't want them to see mama go go through something can be like 
oh, well, my mum just can't handle it. Like, my, my mum just lays in bed all day. Like, I don't want that for my kids. Like, I want them to go, you know, my mum went through some stuff, like, and she rose up and she fought back hard. And and the whole emphasis on this brand, it's because it stands for being authentically beautiful inside and out. And after the birth of my second daughter, of my daughter, um, for me, it was about shifting my mindset in how I looked and how I showed up in the world because we beat ourselves up as women on so many things that I knew that I needed to change my mindset and show up better, not only for the brand. I think the brand really saved me actually because every time I felt bad about myself, I was like, is this how I want my Babio clients to show up? No, shut that shit down, turn it off. That's not what's serving everyone. Like, say, tell everyone again. So that you, you said that so smoothly that like it kind of just went through, but tell everyone again, what does Babio stand for? It stands for being authentically beautiful inside and out. Right. I think that's really powerful. Like I, I always just throw Babio. I always throw Babio out there so people go, what's Babio? And then I can tell them that because yeah. it sounds cool as a name anyway. That's like Gucci. Yeah. Gucci was someone's name. <laughs> we have a reason for being Babio. But um, I think it's really important because like when you said that, I remember the meeting we're doing, right? I remember the meeting. We're doing, and, and to be fair, Brooke, that meeting, I think, regardless of whether you launched Babio or not, I think there was a there was some serious power in that meeting. I saw so much fulfillment and light bulbs. Like sometimes I do that meeting to gauge whether or not someone should go into business or not, right? Because sometimes you're like, nah, this ain't for you. <laughs> often, but I was like, at the end of our meeting, I was like, you have to do this. Like you have to, because exactly what you said, sometimes, Everyone has a brand, right? Everyone has a brand. And being an employee, as much as I love being people being employees, it's a great way to get ahead and that sort of stuff. It can, it can convolute your brand. It can, and I, I honestly think a lot of mental health within people who are employees because they probably do things for money that they're either values down the line or it doesn't fulfill them, right? And the thing that I love about I learned from being in business with three kings is exactly what you just said. You have it gives you more of a reason to stand behind your values because mm. you don't want to be a hypocrite right you do not like there's heaps of times and that's why i'm so open and raw with everything i do because there's heaps of times when i want to be like i shouldn't i shouldn't put that money in super i shouldn't invest that i should just fucking do whatever right i shouldn't stick to my budget numbers like anything like that but knowing it's my brand and knowing if i do really keeps you sort of accountable there and i think that's important like i said let's reiterate babio hasn't even launched yet guys like brooke's been doing free classes and getting the brand out there and that kind of thing And, and this is the kind of change it's had so i think that's amazing yeah and I think for me, like when I looked at the fitness industry and how I acted post Lachlan, I put so much pressure on myself. Like I was killing myself in my backyard, working out every day. I was going to the gym. Like I was not eating as well as I needed to, like not fueling myself. And it showed like I bounced back. My body looked great, but I sacrificed probably part of my breastfeeding journey because I pushed myself so hard. And I knew that this time, like the message in the fitness industry for mamas needs to change. It needs to change. It needs to be less around what you look like and programs like this, like where it's more about being strong rather than how you look, like obviously be healthy, right? You know, don't go and eat a Big Mac every day. Like I'm not condoning that. Why not? Are you serious? If you want like, not if big you want mac to wrap. be healthy big mac wrap the best thing <laughs> I've got, honestly God. extra lettuce and all allowed okay <laughs> it's too expensive. they put cabbage now it's all cabbage oh my god i had a kebab the other day with cabbage and i was like what is this? <laughs> nah that's nice too much 
but yeah, like I just knew that uh, the message needs to change. Like there's so many platforms out there that just hit mums with look like me, you like join my program and in eight weeks you can look like this. Like I don't want people to feel that because what message am I sending to my daughter firstly about how I look? Like I'm not happy with how I am so I have to go and kill myself working out six times a week to look like the woman on TV. Like that's not the message. And, I and, all, and like we said in the meeting, like you said, it, uh, if that's what someone wants, that's oh, fine. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. There's not, there's, there's, and I think the big, the big thing I love about yours is the messaging and this is what like we again that meeting we do where we, the big thing i love that you come out with was the people i'm talking to are the is this and if, if i'm if you're if the message i'm saying resonates with you then there's another solution you know where rather than you know instagram social media if you're not doing this you're a piece of shit you should like all these hustlers and all these fucking you know if you're not if you're not working 47,000 hours a day and getting negative six hours of sleep then what are you doing like fuck up like what are you talking about <laughs> And I think for you, like, I think it was important that you you recognize that to say, well, I am in the fitness industry, but like, like I my big bugbear the fitness industry. It's all about look and not about health. That's my big. It's always has been because yeah. look sells. Like money in my yeah. industry, it's all about having money, not being happy, because that's what sells. Whereas what matters is being happy, and what matters with your industry is that you're healthy, right? No matter what yeah. you look like. Yeah. I think mother, it's important that that's a you get fulfilled by. If you teach a mother that the mother passes that on to their children it becomes a generational interchange and yeah. um i think that was really important that's what you sort of brought into the messaging and like like i said the moment you said that you said what well, babio stood for you knew we didn't know it was babio we're trying to remember we're trying to find the brand and the yeah. colors and, the name. And like, what, are you, what are you trying to say to people and you're like be authentically beautiful inside and out and i was like fucking babio let's go like i was like that's the best um and i think it's important because that that messaging speaks to you which allows you to then speak to those people that, that fit that message. Yeah. I think it's so funny though, like, because I talk about you to people all the time. Like I speak, like, I'm like, oh, so I talked to Ryan today and he said this and, and like my mom and dad are probably just like thinking what a weirdo I am. Like they're just like, but I never expected A, that I would have a financial advisor at my fingertips, you know, when I need you, but B, like I never expected to be able to create a business out of the shit storm that was last year. Like, what could have really crushed me has just turned into something so amazing and you know that's because i have incredible people behind me like ryan like i couldn't have there's no way i could have done this without mate, this, about me. This, this is about you mate this ain't about me this is about you. <laughs> i'll God. pay you later stop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, this month for free right no, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna um, pay you more. That works fine. No worries. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's I think the biggest thing, the confidence that I have is because of the people that I surround myself with. And I was giving um a friend of mine advice the other day because people were beating her down. And I was like, Are these people where you want to be? And she's like, No. And I was like, So why do you listen to them? Now I'm gonna put it, I love my family. I'm super close with my family. Yeah. They are like we are just one unit and I am so grateful for everything that they do. My mum and dad have sacrificed an incredible amount for us and they're in their sixties and they've lived an incredible life, right? But they've had credit card debt. They've still got a mortgage and they're another five years off retiring. Now I love them so much, but they're not where I want to be financially. So as much as they'll give me their advice and I appreciate their advice and I'll, I'll take it on board. 
but they're not where I want to be. So I'm not really going to listen to them. I love it's that them. Thing, isn't it? It's that thing about you don't take advice yeah. from people. Or don't don't take criticism from people you wouldn't go to advice for. But at the same time, I think it's really important. This is something we've talked about a lot, Brooke. People always, and this is what I like my bugbearers, people always put where you want to be as a money status. It's got nothing yeah. to do with money, right? It's got nothing yeah. to do with money. It's like I could, if I wanted to be happy, I'm not going to go to the rich bloke down the street with a Ferrari. Guarantees not. I'm going to go to the, I'm going to look for someone who actually is happy and, and I'm not going to ask them about their bank account. I'm going to say, what's the secret, you know, because yeah. you're happy. I want to be happy. And that's what I think is important. Same with health, same with money, same with everything. Don't, it's not always looking for people that society tells us is successful or winning. It's, it's, you got to look for what you want to be. And this is what yeah. your messaging is about, which is great. So well and good for a mum to say, I want to be happy. And they get told by social media that being happy is getting a six pack, right? Or getting rid of cellulite, right? Which is a fucking never ending feat anyway, right? So it's just Photoshop. There you go. There's the answer, right? So they're like, they got this, this, these goalposts that are completely far away and they go spend so much time chasing it and then they were no closer to their actual goal. Um, and I think that's really important because that's what you're targeting as well, right? And that's what you've actually started to learn to target as well. I think there was a period there where, like you said, you were killing yourself training and you were progressing in a sense, but you didn't feel like you were progressing. You felt like you're going backwards, even though maybe numbers on the scales or whatever were progressing, it still wasn't improving you as a person. And that's, that's the biggest thing I've seen from you in our growth. You're starting to look more at you and talk to yourself about what you want, not what you think the industry wants or what society expects of you. Um, and I want to say, you know, this is something that I think I always say to my clients that, your household is the number one business you run, right? Everyone runs a business and that's the household. It should be run as such. But, and in saying that, everyone is a brand. Everyone has a brand, whether it's values, belief systems, whatever, everyone has a brand. And the greatest the greatest thing about what we've done here, Brooke, is I go, I always think about this. I always think you were so focused money at the start about the business, like as in, fuck, can we afford it? Can we do this, right? And I actually sit back sometimes and I think where we are now, right? So post-redundancy, where we're now, given you've gone and worked and everything, would you be, if, if Babio didn't launch after today, would you really have been in any better position if you had not explored this at all from the start? No, I don't think so. I think like, I really love doing what I do. And I think that I would have found another way if this hadn't have worked. Like I would have found something else that really lights me on fire, whether that was, you know, I don't know, like I love presenting as well. So I maybe would have found an avenue. Maybe I would have gone and taught at TAFE. Like, I don't even, I don't know. That was one of the options that I explored earlier. In the but imagine, this, what I was saying, imagine, right? Like we've spent money to get to this stage, right? Yeah, true, yeah. Right, we've spent money to get to this stage. I don't believe, I, I strongly don't believe that if we didn't even explore this option at the start, you would be any better of a position financially. Yeah, yeah. Than you are right now, right? Because yeah. really, we probably would have found other ways to spend that money to That's try true. and get ahead, right? Yeah. So now, and this is what I want people to realize, right? Everyone focuses so much on on money or, or whatever. You're twice the person you were for yourself, not for anyone else, right? Like you weren't yeah. a bad person before, but for yourself, you were twice the brook that you could have been before just from this six months of process and realistically if it all folded right now you wouldn't financially be i don't think you'd find to be in any worse position you've got investments you're ahead you've got buffers that kind of stuff right i don't imagine you'd be any further ahead financially but right now you are 
tenfold ahead happiness fulfillment purpose wise and now that right now is you haven't even started the business yet right how much how much of a platform is that like that's amazing you know what i mean like like i said do people think you start business to make money and to do that but we're not even at that stage yet and you're already 10 times in front and i think like you've been bugging me like when is the launch like what is it and i'm like i needed time like i i love that i started this last year but i really needed time like i needed I needed to do this slowly. I feel like had we launched it really quickly, there would have been a lot of mistakes and a lot of unhappy people. And I just wouldn't have been, um, you know, able to give the service that I, the level of service that I am when we go to launch um, in a couple of months. But I really needed time to heal. I needed time with my daughter. Like I was meant, guys, I was meant to have like, I wasn't meant to be working until October this year. I was meant to have 15 months off with my daughter. And I have felt all the things like all the things i felt um guilt i felt resentment um you know i've looked at her and i've gone did i miss anything with you like i had so much time with my son i had 11 months off we had the you know i worked part-time all that sort of stuff and i look at my daughter and i'm like did i miss anything and i'm like no what no i don't like i feel like yeah even had i have had that 15 months off i probably would have come backwards to be honest i would come backwards um and yes, I would have had time with her, but she comes to everything with me. So I take her to work with me. The kids are in my classes with me. Lachlan runs a mark. Like they love coming with me. They love seeing mummy happy. They love seeing mum do what she does. And I'm just like, that and in when itself. You, when, you work, when you work on Babio, yes. 90% of that is, is because of the kids. <laughs> like, you know, they well, yeah. with them, but also doesn't feel like work either because it's a like it's it's a value you know it's a it's a benefit yeah. which is amazing so just cautious of time i want that that was really yeah, good i want to what do you think are some of the probably the couple of biggest changes that you've made that you found that you can look back and go you know that was something that that really changed whether it was a, a moment whether it was like what is it what are some things just a couple the big ones you can think of that really have have identified your switch along the way I think learning more about money, like we, we, like Cameron sends me podcasts all the time. And I know that this is like, I've made this his thing, right? The investing side is his thing. I a hundred percent go, I don't have the capacity to deal or understand with this. So you need to do it. But he, he tells me things and we're learning about money together. Like it's a thing that we do together. We're creating our future as a couple. And I think that that's been really important because that's that's kind of bringing us together and we're constantly talking about our future goals and like our you know what we're working towards and what our life looks like in our 40s and in our 50s and all that I think that's, that's important to clarify when, when when brooke says they're talking about money they're not really talking about money it's not yeah it's about the like before it was about how do we like money to pay bills and money to this now it's about yeah what does that do for us? What are we going to do? I think that's really powerful yeah. because that's the education side, understanding that yeah. money is the vehicle. It's not the goal, right? And I think the the app, the Three Kings app that you guys have just launched, which is super exciting, we've been using the, the My Prosperity side, um, has been a game changer because I can see where my money goes and I can go, oh, okay, crap. Like, I, this is where this is where I need to work on, like, you know, I spent too money, too much money on afterpay. Like, <laughs> I've got to do better on that. Like, I can see where it's going and where I'm off track and where I'm on track. And that's a great. Like, if you guys don't have a budget or don't, um, 
have somewhere to track your money. Like I feel like you need to be tracking your money because otherwise it just comes into your, if you're like me, it comes into your account. It goes out of your account. So I think that being accountable, um, I love accountable. So that's something that I need to do. And yeah, just that, that has been. Hang on a second. Hang on a sec. The voice has gone funny. That? Yeah, I think it's my end. Hang on. Step it up. Yeah, it's my problem. I'm, I'm a rookie. I'm <laughs> All right. I was going to say that was it anyway. Yeah, cool. Perfect. So, um, what, what's, what's happening from here? Rook, tell everyone, tell everyone where, where you're so, I've, I've kind of been terrified to say this, but like out loud in public because I'm like, it has to happen now. So Babio will launch on my birthday. I thought what a, what better gift to give myself than launching officially, um, the platform. So that's next for me. Like obviously still being a mom of two kids, raising my crazy two children. Um, Who's crazy? The girl. 100%. (laughs) I was always going to be a mother of boys. And then she came along and I was like, I love her so much. But oh my God, if there was ever like, I didn't ask for a mini me and I got one and she's going to be fun. Um, So yeah, that's, I guess like the, the launch of the business is the next phase, the next go-to. Yeah. Beautiful. And if anyone, um, I guess give the, the people a bit of a cap. Who, who are the people that should come and check Fabio out? If you're a busy mama, you know, if you're getting back into exercise, if strengthening the foundational muscles you need for like the everyday mum life, like your back, your pelvic floor, all your core work, I'm massive on pelvic floor and core, um, you know, certified postnatal as well. Um, then you guys, you guys are for me. Like if you want to have your kids involved, you know, I don't make my kids an excuse ever as to why not exercise. Like if my kids are being crazy the morning I have a class, I don't cancel my class. My class still runs and they're just crazy in the background. (laughs) So don't make your kids an excuse. Bring them in. What you get is what you get. It's perfectly imperfect. And that's exactly what you get with me. So, um, yeah, you guys can find me on Facebook and Instagram. And I have a private Facebook group where I do run free sessions. So feel free to um, look. So busy mums. Busy mums who want to stay healthy enough to keep yes. being busy mums, right? And aren't yeah. looking to step on stage in the next 12 weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you guys, but yeah, not for me. I, I'm not stepping on a stage in 12 weeks. So I don't expect anyone else to. So, uh, yeah, reach out to Brooke. We'll, we'll take all the stuff, get her there. Anything else you want to add today? Oh, that's it. Thank, like I just, you know, can't recommend ryan enough to all the people that i speak to like if yeah, I it's not about me it's about you maybe it is your mom your maybe it is your microphone going funny again yeah okay well on that note we're going to wrap it up because brooke sounds like she's underwater thanks so much i hope your first podcast was good um i'll put everything up there and i'll chat to you soon all right thanks mate